the way it is with Sunan. Now, joining me in studio, he's in-house, I have to say, um, back in-house, Martin Bridgman. Um, you've been in Copenhagen and I don't know whether to get rid of the angry bit first and then go with the, the relaxing Bruce Springsteen joyful thing or not. Look, life is like that, Sue. You can have these moments of great joy, which which we had and 51 odd thousand people did in uh, the Parkin Stadium on Tuesday night. And then you can pick up Twitter or read a paper or whatever. Life life goes on, you know, but just uh, interestingly, this particular week, we took um, a couple of days off. We were supposed to go to see him in Dublin and family wedding. Bruce, that all is. this big family that I have now, all of a sudden they're all getting married and whatnot. And because you were waiting on dates and all that sort of thing, we left it too late to get dates for Bruce in Dublin, which we'd planned to go to because I had seen him in 2012, Judy had seen him in 2013, Nickel Kenny, and her cousin went because I'd seen him before and all this sort of thing. So we said, right, we're going to see him together. This has to happen. And anybody I spoke to at the gig uh, in Dublin just said, it's he's on fire. He really is. And so Judy came up with the idea and she said, well, we've been talking about going to Copenhagen or some European place now that she's stepped away after. I, w- I won't shame her with the number of hours, but she's retired uh, from the health services. And we said, right, OK, um, we're going this way. We're going to go, where will we go? And we were going to go to Vienna first, which we'd never been to. And the next idea was Copenhagen. And so she sat on the, the, the laptop uh, or her phone and got the tickets. And then we rolled back and tried to find some place. Now, it's high season. Uh, does Copenhagen have the same uh, issue with uh, increased prices? I hate using the, 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 the G word. But yes, it was difficult to find a place. So we ended up in what they call a super hostel. Now, clearly on the desk, it says we are not a hotel. So there was a certain amount of self-service. There was a fabulous kitchen. There was a pool, a gym, beautiful area. There was pool. There was a TV room. There was a beautiful big lounge area that had entertainment every night. And, you know, most of the time, if you're going away in these trips, you're making the most of your time and you go, I don't want to stay in the hotel room. The hotel room itself, the hostel room was small, to say the least. Like just enough room to get in through but the door. But it was only the two of you. You weren't sharing with it's the whole not, load of no, youngsters. No. There were there were there were pods and there were fours and six berths and all that sort of thing and all that crack. And if I was that age, I wouldn't care either because I'd be out on the street or running up and down doing whatever I'm doing. So we kind of got over that uh, very quickly and said, "Well, what what do we need? We need some place to sleep." We need a place to go. We want to get out and see a bit of Copenhagen and we're going to have our breakfast out. So we don't need B&B. We don't need this, that and the other. How much? I I can't remember because I didn't make the final booking. Um, The mammy page. The mammy page, yeah. Um, Judy just handled everything. She just went on and said, right, I'm I'm on a roll here. But it was reasonable. It was very reasonable. Mm. And like I say, for what we got, it was very, very good. Now, around the corner, you had your Radisons and all that sort of thing. We couldn't get into them. That's one thing I will say. It is a busy European city this time of the year. It's extremely busy. Now, on the positive side, you were sitting talking to people from Ireland, of course. Sit down at the Bruce Springsteen concert, sit beside an English couple. Who know people from Kilkenny? There's all of that stuff going on. Plenty of Irish accents Was around. it like an Irish concert? Was it much different? It was a little different. Uh, the only thing I'd say is, and uh, you know, I, I couldn't possibly... Uh, 
pass judgment on a country based on two nights. But one thing I will say is they seem to have the same laid back attitude to time. But they got there in the end. Because I was looking across, we, we were over to one size, 51,000 people, big sports stadium and the the pitch had been uh, changed for, you know, like, like we do in Nona Park or whatever. And I was looking across at about 20 minutes to go and there was an entire section just with nobody in it. It was kind of spot the person. And I was looking to, to, to Judy, I was going, is this like an Irish eight o'clock? They Will, were wandering in. At eight o'clock on the dot, Bruce Springsteen started whether anybody was there or not that was their their time and if anybody's ever seen a Bruce Springsteen concert you cannot fault him for work rate and attention to detail and starting on time all of a sudden the place was full so I just got the sense that this was a kind of a laid back attitude to coming in why do we have to go in and sit here we can come in and have another beer or whatever we're doing or chat to people and that was the other thing that I found absolutely astounding 51,000 people plus the Springsteen entourage plus security and all that sort of stuff. People got in, they enjoyed a three-hour concert and everybody left. And there was no rouse. There was, I didn't see one police officer in that entire evening. They didn't need one. This seemed to be maybe just, again, I can't comment on it other than to say we were waiting for the Metro to, to kind of thin out. The queue was massive, obviously. And we were chatting to um, chat to a man I just sat down and was taking a walk we decided to walk in the end because it was just crowded with 30, 40,000 people all coming on to no matter how big the city it was a small metro so it was a bit of a pinch point or whatever I said no he said that's the way people are they go to the gigs they have their couple of drinks to go home So tell us about the concert It was without a doubt the finest concert I've been at in a very very long time uh, three hours as I say started at eight finished as a the dot of 11. It was a masterclass is the only way to describe it. Now, I was saying to myself, I'd seen him before and I wouldn't be the biggest fan, but I really, really admired his stuff. And I was there at that turn, the kind of 78, 79, the river, all that sort of thing, where he suddenly exploded on this side of the Atlantic. He had been massive and I would have heard his stuff the way the innocent East Street Shovel really enjoyed it. And then he just became Bruce Springsteen and he became this megastar. And one of the things you always had to admire about him was his absolute, just stamina. You know, three and four hour gigs, no problem. 60, 70, you know, nights in a row. I saw all a this video sort of somewhere popped up of him falling down. Where was that? Yeah, or I can't, when was I can't that? remember. Somewhere along the tour. And he, he took just a trip. laughed and he, he just laughed and bounced back up. And the guy for his age mm. is astounding. I was sitting over in the corner and he does the, it, it, some of it is kind of cheesy, but I think he's at a stage where he said, I don't care. At one stage during the end of the show, he pulled open the shirt because that was his big thing when he was a younger man. He's a very fit 73 year old man. Many women, and I'm sure plenty of men, were either in admiration in awe or they were going, oh, for God's sake. And then maybe there's some hope for us. And then he's Bruce Springsteen and he lives in this, this, whatever. All I can say is he discovered or rediscovered what kept coming back to me time and time again was like Motown, James Brown. Everything's on stage. Everything is happening. Everybody knows what they need to do. He moves his hand. The band goes this way. He shouts one, two, three, four. The band are right behind him. Now, the band are of varying ages. There's a number of younger players, but the main guys, you know, the the, the keyboard uh, players, little, little Steven, you know. Stevie Steve, Van Sant, he's still Steve there. He looks amazing. 
Yeah. He really does. And the cameras, the camera work, the quality of the camera work. You know, years ago, you go to these things, and it's like a blurry video. We were a long way away and the quality of the video was excellent. So you could see the lines. You could see the fact that he wasn't 23, that he was 73. Um, but the band were awesome. They just, it, it, it was non-stop. There wasn't a minute standing, looking around, wondering what was going on. He worked the crowd. He worked. And they love set. him as much in Copenhagen as they do in Nolan Park every, and in London and everywhere Every single bit. Else. I mean, the way, the way I described it, I said, it's kind of like the Motown Apollo show, James Brown. It's bang, 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 bang. And three hours of it. There are bands a quarter of his age who couldn't yeah. do 45 minutes. Himself this, and Mick Jagger. Yeah, these, yeah. They're, they're plugged into something. They look after themselves for all their supposed this, that and the other. They're still doing it at 70 something years of age. Jagger's older. Springsteen just loves what he does. Have to say, one of the things that was up, really, really astounding was the sound. Um, and I don't know if, whether you have a, a, an Apple Watch, but um, they no. have this... It's like your mother kind of goes, that's very loud. And a little warning comes up <laughs> or you need to stand now. Stand up. Oh, good boy. You're stood up. There's your stand for the day. Oh, it looks like you're going for a walk. Anyway, my watch got got, <laughs> got uh, triggered in only three or four places. So to me, that suggests that the sound was perfect for the venue. It was properly done. Obviously, he's getting the top professionals. But there were moments when the sound set off my watch. One of them was a drum beat, a particular drum beat in a song that was made famous by Patti Smith, but was written by Bruce Springsteen in Because the Night. And everybody jumped and my watch went ping. That's really loud for that split second, which is perfect in the song. <laughs> and it was a perfect musical moment. Maybe you should leave your Apple Watch. Yeah, I didn't care. But, it, you know, I mean, it's it's meant to say if you're in a loud environment, which I am. Yeah, but your, your jump, ears are look, in danger. You need to mind yourself here, you know. OK, stay with us. I'm just going to take a, a quick break. You're going to bring us as well the song that he closed with. Why is yeah. that? Why Why that? Well, one of the things that you've got to, uh, you know, you step back and think, and he said he's 73. You know, you get to, if, if you're unlucky, you get to your 50s and people close to you may die suddenly and mm. you think, well, that's not right. Or then elderly relatives or parents or whatever, when you get into your 60s and stuff like that. And I think, I think maybe it's coming. I've, I've no, no different than anybody else. There's a number of number of people we've lost close to us in the last while. And I think you just get to a point and we go, well, you know, it tests your belief about whether death is final or death is the end or this or that. So Springsteen, as always, manages to capture that 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 thought process in a song. Oh, very interesting. OK, let's take that break and then we will hear the song. The road is long And seeming without end Days go on But I remember you, my friend And though you're gone And my heart's been emptied, it seems I'll see you in my dreams I got your guitar Here by the bed All your favorite records And all the books that you read 
And though my soul feels like it's been split at the seams, I'll see you in my dreams. I'll see you in my dreams when all our summers have come to an end. I'll see you in my dreams. We'll meet and live and laugh again. I'll see you in my dreams. Well, up around the river bend, for death is not the end. Cause I'll see you in my dreams. I'll see you in my dreams When all our summers have come to an end I'll see you in my dreams We'll meet and live and love again I'll see you in my dreams Yeah, up around the river bend for death is not the end Cause I'll see you in my dreams I'll see you Street Band loves you. Thanks, Tulsa. God bless. Safe travels home. Thanks for a beautiful night. And probably for the next couple of minutes, it's just people shouting. And that, was, out of, that yeah. was him in Tulsa, but yeah, you've just seen tour. him in, in Copenhagen. Yeah. Um, so you one of the best concerts out. you've ever been at? I, I think it's, it's a long time since I've enjoyed a concert like it. Um, as I say, the thing about it was when I went to see him in 2012, he did nearly four hours again in the RDS I was with a close friend of mine and we were just marvelling at, for the want of a better word, his work rate. I think I said to you when the song was on, it's a bit like watching your your favourite team being beaten by a very good team and you have to begrudgingly accept that to put the work in. <laughs> you know, even if you didn't like the experience. But, but the thing that comes back time and time and time again is this sense of a band. And he does another piece in, in the middle of it. And... What made me think more and more that it was more like a show was that it was subtitled. So when you're looking at the screen, you can see the subtitles, in this case, Danish. And he was talking about uh, his first band, the Castiles. Grew up 16, 17 years old. Their first bands, all the silliness and whatever. And they were together for three or four years. Then he went off and forged his own career. But he never forgot. And he spoke about finding out that the the uh, one, one of the, the, the main guys in the band who gave him his break had passed away and he spoke very beautifully about it and it kept coming back time and time again I said this is him rediscovering how to tell stories 
But instead of going to Broadway to tell stories in one way and making albums and the other way, he brought the two of it's them together. It's part of the show. And yeah. it just worked so, so sublimely. And like I say, I think it was one of those things where everybody was on message for the want of a, an awful phrase. Everybody knew what had to be done. And like I say, there were there, there were moments that I just, I'd forgotten about. Like he had horns, you know, he had brass and backing vocalists and they did um, Night Train. Uh, I know it'll come back to me I, I'll have to get out the thing but it's it's an old Commodore song he brought, the, brought out this album a couple of years ago um, and it's all old favourites I think he rediscovered his kind of his mojo for Okay listen word. best concert wonderful and One Copenhagen off. was good too I really really enjoyed it Never Highly been. recommend it not Never in been. high season yeah. Not in high okay. season, but I had an okay. absolutely lovely time. Okay, Martin, thanks so much for that. Look, people who know you from coming on the show here uh, to talk about it also know that um, you uh, were born in a mother and baby home, that you had the most extraordinary journey, not only finding your mother's people, but your father's people, that you now have a huge, big, um, burgeoning family, as as you said there earlier mm. on, uh, that you didn't know as a child, very close to now. But you were looking at, while you were away in Copenhagen, the fact that um, the president has now signed off on the compensation for people mm. who were in Which we both mothers about. and children. Yeah. Yeah. 5,000 euros. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we had this conversation before. And look, when you get to a point in your life, I think I said I was very angry. I think I said, I'll take the money if it's gone and I'd burn it. I think that's what happens to you. You get, you get confronted by things. Are you, you one of the, you will, you're I know, supposed this to is, get this This is what I was saying to you. My birth cert information says I was born on July the mm. 8th. I have a letter written by my mother, which I finally got. And it says June the 8th. Now, that could be one of those easy mistakes to make. I don't know. I have no real way of finding out. Now, I haven't, believe it or not, I haven't gone the route of uh, applying because, as I suspected, not enough people. I am not blaming any state agency like Tusla because there aren't enough people. And the political decision doesn't come with the proper commitment, either financial or resources, to do it. So, my point being, if I was born on the 8th of June, I'm due a few quid. If it was born on the 8th of July, I'm not. Why not? Uh, because there's a limit. And if I was only a couple of weeks in the place, I don't get money. And if I was a couple of months in the place, I do get money. So this arbitrary, oh, right. this is what angered people. Not everybody that I have uh, that I have met, I don't think anybody I've ever met who's adopted and has been involved in this, wants anything other than recognition, acceptance, and much more importantly, information about their very identity, which is not legally available to them. But there's always a but. Coming with that, now we have access. Now you have a long wait time, but at least it's a way that wasn't available a couple of years ago. I will applaud the government and the current government, their musical chairs. They were in the seat. They got the stuff through. I know Catherine Zappone and others did, did work and were frustrated by realities. But... But it is not about the money. But when you introduce money, then people start saying, so I'm not worth five grand. That's what the flip flops yeah. cost for oh, an so RTE not, you know, and this, client. this anger gets under your skin. It really, really does. And it opens up, as I said before, my own story because at a family wedding and I had never met my niece. I meant to say this to you. I'd never met. There, there are three girls in my brother's family. 
uh, and they're the yeah they would be the next oldest. Our two are now the oldest in the family. But I had met two of his daughters. I hadn't met the the, the niece who was getting married, and I met them the day before the wedding. We were in Cornwall, beautiful, beautiful wedding and beautiful weather and all to do with it. And she walked up to me and she said, "Oh my God, I see it now." That was the first thing she said to me. Not hello, how are you? She said, "Oh my God, I see it now." And then uh, we talked for a couple of seconds, and I can hear it now. She said, no, we'd never met granddad, you know, my, my dad. Um, but she said, yeah, you're so like my dad. And I can't see that, and yet other people do. Of of the whole family, my brother and I, who, mm-hmm. as he described in an email to me, formerly the eldest boy in the family, were very like. But this sense of identity is thwarted for so many people. Mm-hmm. I have been very lucky. I have made contact with my birth father's family. My birth father passed away. My birth mother passed away before I got to meet her. I had a less successful reunion. But this is the minefield that you find yourself in as, as an adopted person. And something like this, to read something like this, is is a bit of a slap in the face. And to what? Say the least. Just that it's the Just, 5,000 yeah, euros. Well, yeah. so, you know, where do they pluck that from? Is yeah. this like this book of quantum? If you How lose many a people finger, will get 5,000 euros? I, any it, idea? It, a relatively small number relative to the number of people. I can't remember the figures top of the head. I should and this is in final settlement. Oh, full and final settlement of and go the away. state's responsibility. And, well, there was talk in terms of, of of extending what was extended to, or given uh, correctly to the, 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 the women in institution or the Magdalens and whatever. I think there's an element to that as well. But once you put a number on it, then people start to get black and white. And is there hurt out there now? I think there's tremendous hurt and it kind of goes away. I've always described my experience as an elliptical kind of orbit. You have a lot of engagement when you meet people or there's something like you and I talking and you focus on it. And then life gets on and hopefully good in a good way and then it kind of dissipates off and then a few months from now there'll be something else or I'll meet somebody who I've yeah. spoken to before and it comes back it never leaves you mm. it, as I've said it before I'm trying to think of a different way of saying it but it is literally the most basic information until recently it was denied to us now with the passage of time all that information that you share quite happily and I don't begrudge a single person who is not adopted the little things the, the, the little moments in a family the sound of a, of a parent's voice that connection with the parents and that's what people were denied that's and the 5,000 is kind of well here you go well, it, doesn't, it doesn't buy anything all right, Martin. Well, it buys flip-flops. Yeah, yeah that's true. It buys flip-flops, as, as we discovered. <laughs> Martin, anyway, well, look, we finished with the, with a bit of humour yeah. anyway, however dark it is. Uh, thanks for telling us about Copenhagen and uh, thanks so much for bringing us the Bruce Springsteen song. And I know there are loads of people out there who just love him to bits and I've yeah. loved the and, I think and, I've been and at and two of his so. concerts and yeah. rightly so Martin Bridgman Gorami Lamahagut when will you be with us on air soon now oh when, when will I be well normally you you, you hear me um, occasionally at weekends standing in on late night but I'm back on Tuesday night at midnight with Kjola Nocht that's the, the big gig that's the main gig Kjola Nocht Gorami Lamahagut The Way It Is with Sunan 